It's a podcast. The podcast. Hosted by Lee Michael and Robbie. You you look drenched. <laughs> What's going on? It looks like you just got into a, a water balloon fight. Uh, yeah, with my fucking toilet. I, uh... <laughs> Doing battle with the plumbing, huh? Yes. Yeah, I had to take my fucking toilet apart. Uh, Why did you have to take your toilet apart? Because I had to fix it. <sighs> what, like the like the draining thing from the tank, or like what's yes, the... yes, I did. I had to remove the tank and all of its innards. Um, I Fun. couldn't. I couldn't figure out uh, exactly what the issue was stemming from. Mm. So I just bought a kit where you replace everything inside, and it it's guaranteed to fix any possible issue with <laughs> hell yeah with the toilet. Uh, been having these plumbing issues since. Um, there's just like a fucking reoccurring bit on the show. There's always it construction is, yeah. bullshit happening outside my house. And the utility work that was going on in my front yard concluded today. Finally. Thank That's fucking good. God. But uh, Friday they were here and I went, I went to the restroom, flush the toilet and it like didn't refill at all. Then I go to wash my hands and the water's just like leaking out of the faucet. I'm like, okay, I guess they like fucking turn off the the water, turn off the water or partially turn it off or something. Cool. Thanks for letting me know, you know? Uh, So whatever. Uh, Didn't think anything of it. And then just kind of like realized they were gone. Uh, And yeah, uh, the, the water stayed mostly off all weekend. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Saturday I discovered that the kitchen sink was doing the same thing. Turn it on all the way and just kind of drips out nice and slow no water pressure in the shower just kind of like water falling off of the fucking shower head right uh toilet just every time you flush it it takes about 20 minutes to refill because it's not actually refilling just water is being pumped from the from the hose into the tank and then eventually the bowl is filled and then the tank doesn't shut off because it's not working properly So eventually the tank just overflows. So that was a fun surprise Sunday morning. (laughs) So, uh, of course, the city was closed. So I emailed them, never heard anything back. And then later Sunday in the day, it just sort of back to normal, except for the toilet. Okay, cool. everything's been working fine, except the toilet. So the toilet is a separate issue that coincidentally came about the same time I'm assuming because there's no possible way that everything's fine, but one part of the plumbing's affected. Right. So yeah, I'm just, uh, I looked up all these things and it's like, well, it could be this or it could be this or it could be this part, or it could be a combination of these two things. So I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just going (laughs) to gut the toilet. I can rebuild it stronger. Yes, yes. And of course, um, 20 minute job has become a, a day, a day <laughs> experience because um, I don't know if you know this, Robbie, but uh, if a toilet uh, is just, you know, like 20 years old, it develops a lot of lime and calcium buildup. Right. And the bolts under the tank have been like fucking sealed to the toilet. Ah. And it's just not a great time. I haven't been able to get the tank off. 
Hell yeah. Yeah. So that's where we are. I'm drenched in sweat because it's 100 degrees outside. And uh, I've been in my bathroom trying to take my toilet apart. And uh, yeah, that's that's where we are today. Fucking tight, bro. Good shit. Great shit, Robbie. I love it. <laughs> but it's all right. The, the utility work is done. Won't have those fuckers parking in my driveway or blaring their music or operating heavy machinery right outside of my living room window anymore. Good, good. So that's fucking sweet. Excellent. Very happy for you. You can now live your best life. Yeah. A couple, a couple pounds of sweat later and you know, uh, yeah. Couple, th- yeah. So you're going to lose some weight from this. I think. Yeah. A couple hours of screaming profanity, like a madman in my house. Um, <laughs> it'll all be good. Oh, that's nothing new though. No, I know. I know. It's fine. That's another thing to bottle up and suppress Robbie. <laughs> something else you can shove down into that deep dark hole never to see the light of day again yeah one day i'll just look up i'll just look back on this day and take it out on my kid <laughs> <laughs> 15 years from now who knows <laughs> good just as every red-blooded american man should he'll say daddy daddy the toilet didn't flush and then i'll just like see a flash of bright light and then punch him square in the jaw just kidding yeah and then suddenly suddenly he or she or they is on the ground <laughs> true true i don't want blood wanna... pouring out of their f- nose yeah i don't want to uh, assume the gender of my unborn child no that's rude yeah uh well, anyways moving on we have a lot to talk about robbie yes we do uh the trailer for the new spider-man video game just came out <laughs> yes it did um you know, when they said Al- Alfred Molina was going to be back as Doc Ock, I thought the actual person would be in the movie. The man, Alfred Molina. I thought the actor, Alfred Molina, would be acting in the movie. I didn't realize yes. it would be, a, for some reason, a complete CGI render <laughs> of him from yeah, Spider-Man 2. I um, guess because they want it, they don't want him to look any older, maybe? Well, he doesn't look like Alfred Molina at all anymore. So no, so it, doesn't even look, I guess. it doesn't even look like that version of him either. Yeah. Like just how, how old is Alfred Molina? Like in his sixties, it's fine. Just have him be Doc Ock. Who cares? Yeah. What? He can't stand there in a trench coat and say stuff. Yeah. He was already fat in the first one. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, was he like the progenitor of the dad bod? Ooh, that's a good take. I haven't there- heard that one yet. Was Doc Ock a thirst trap, Robbie? Uh, I think he should be now, certainly. I think so. Um, Yeah, and then, of course, you know, every frame of Spider-Man is completely CGI. We get a CGI pumpkin bomb. Yep. Uh, We get CGI everything. Um, I don't even think the fucking roof that he's laying on in the beginning of the trailer was real. I think that was CGI. Everything is all green screen. The entire movie (laughs) is just like Tom Holland on a green screen and then... It's also like just CGI Tom Holland. Yeah, probably so. So, yeah, I was actually excited for this movie, uh, despite everything we've said about Marvel, <laughs> because me too. Well, I mean, it's like a childhood dream thing, dude. It's like, oh, all the Spider-Mans. Yeah, for sure. Together. And it's potentially going to like, like actually feel like a comic book movie. Like they're going to like do a very comic booky premise. Well, yeah, I mean, it's straight up. It, it, 
it the setup really feels like a comic book issue it's just like exactly uh wong is like all right i'm going on vacation don't do anything wacky in this sanctum centaurum and then oopsies uh spider-man was being goofy during dr strange's ritual and he tore a hole in the fabric of reality whoopsies <laughs> oopsie oopsie daisies spider-man's so quirky <laughs> yeah uh and then yeah so i was really excited and uh then i saw the trailer and i'm just like oh yeah that's right it's a marvel movie yeah. everything is uh everything is cgi nothing looks real um no characters feel real and it's just like i don't even, i don't care anymore <laughs> I, all i all i wanted to see and i mean i knew they weren't gonna show yeah. toby Maguire or andrew garfield in the trailer but i thought maybe a hint no, or bro. something they, they do they're doing that thing where they're calling it a teaser even though it's a two and a half minute trailer <laughs> right even though the movie comes out in like three months yeah <laughs> this is the Here's first the piece teaser. of marketing for it but yeah i was just i don't know i'm still open to i'm still open to it but it just like i don't know it looks kind of shitty yeah i'll probably still see it and then that'll probably be the last marvel movie that i see for a while because i am yeah interested in this one but yeah it'll probably i bet if anything it'll just you know it'll be a marvel movie and it'll be enjoyable enough and it'll be cool to see all three spider-men together hopefully yeah. they actually do spend a little bit of time together and it's not like oh yeah they're in it for five minutes and then they're gone right right yeah we'll see we'll see yeah um cool that came out uh also robbie it was announced today sadly um that the insane clown posse will be beginning its farewell tour <laughs> oh no turns out that violent j has been suffering from violent heart palpitations <laughs> <laughs> and he can no longer perform rap he oh, can no longer my. rap on stage that poor man yeah uh so shout out <laughs> pour it out for the boys is that real? He has like heart issues. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, sh shout out to to ICP. Yeah. Hopefully, he didn't end up in the ICU. Mm hmm. Uh oh. Also, a funny thing, Robbie. Um, you know Josh Hawley. Josh Hawley. Josh Hawley. Uh, GOP scumbag. Josh uh. Hawley. Who is, well, he's a senator. Uh, I forgot what state, though. Uh, oh, Missouri. So the senator of Missouri, he's like one of the super pro gun people. He was fist bumping the Capitol insurrectionists. Right, right. Um, is alleged to have some involvement in the uh, whatever secret tours that were given to people that then stormed the Capitol. I don't know. He's, he's a piece of shit. Uh, right. Well, he made an oopsie boo boo. Big time mistake on social media. <laughs> uh, he, I guess like there was some, I don't know. I don't know the exact context. Some, some sort of protesting around his house or something. I don't know. Um, so him and his wife uh, hired a private security and data company and spent a small fortune to get any existence of their address scrubbed off the internet. And then Josh Hawley um <laughs> tweeted a picture of a court filing with his address on it. 
<laughs> he fucking doxed himself, dude. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> so they spent, who knows, a, hundred, a couple hundred thousands of dollars to make all their private information private as fuck. And then he shared his own address unknowingly. So, yeah. Fuck yeah. Shout out. <laughs> These are the people that run our country. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> also, you think these people would learn that it's essentially impossible to get something scrubbed from the internet fully. Like, that just doesn't... Yeah. It's not a thing that you can do. Yeah, I mean, especially you'd think that conservatives would realize that because they're always being owned with... Um, Indeed. Facts with, and logic. With <laughs> with backups of things that they thought were deleted from the internet. Yep. Constantly. Yeah. So they, ne- they never learn, man. So, yeah, it sucks for him. Everyone knows. I look forward to the protests now at everyone, his house. Now everyone knows where he lives. Excellent. <laughs> uh, what have you been up to this week? Oh, you know, not a whole lot. Uh, working mostly my work schedule has been fucking terrible we had the uh the fall launch today um mm. you'll notice that it isn't fall no and, not, not uh, even that was fun everybody uh needed to get their pumpkin spice uh so we were fucking slammed all day that was pretty cool at the time of this recording it is tuesday august 24th <laughs> yes we are a month away from the first day of fall yes so yeah uh, gets moved up every year. Yeah. Which uh, cool. I don't think pumpkins have even been harvested yet. No, no, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't think so. But hey, you got to get it. People got to get it. And we'll have it until January. So there you go. You have your fall stuff for half of the year. Jesus Christ. I wonder, uh, wonder if Walmart started clearing a space for all their Christmas trees yet. Oh, absolutely. They're planning that shit. Yeah. We'll start seeing them next week. Oh, yeah, dude. It's always funny. The entire fucking lawn and garden section is Christmas trees and Christmas decor. And then they have like one aisle of Halloween stuff for three days before Halloween. Yep. (laughs) That's all you get. Well, that's because it's satanic. Right, right, right. Walmart is a Christian organization or something. Just like America. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I saw a uh, a story the other day, which I hope something uh, comes out of that the uh, I believe it was the FTC um, is recommending that uh, the federal government look into antitrust lawsuit against Facebook and recommending that Facebook uh, should be made to sell Instagram. Fuck yeah! Bring citing on. yeah, citing an email from Zuckerberg specifically from two thousand eight or nine, mm-hmm. uh, where he said. Uh, better to buy than to compete right of course and you know saying rightly that there's really that they don't have any competition in the united states uh Mm -hmm. for social media the closest they would have a snapchat and their user base is nowhere near as large as facebook since they also own instagram and i yeah hope that something happens also also the um national highway transport safety administration i think that's what they're called uh, is looking into, or they are currently investigating uh, Tesla, and the depending on what they find, it's uh, they're looking at Tesla's autopilot system. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, there have been eleven reported incidents of Tesla's on autopilot 
running into parked emergency vehicles. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, depending on what their findings are, Tesla may have to call, recall something like 800,000 vehicles. So almost every car they've ever made, <laughs> yeah. uh, which would be fucking awesome, which is also almost certainly why Elon Musk uh, did that whole AI robot bullshit. That's not going to exist for like 50 years. Yeah, probably to distract from the fact that his company is being investigated by the federal government and will have to do a, a huge fucking recall that will like tank their stock. Here's what here's what I don't understand from like a business perspective, yeah. you make, you make cars and your intention is to make cars that remove all liability from the consumer and place them directly on you, on yourself <laughs> and your fucking company. Like, are you fucking high? Why would you want yeah, no, the right. responsibility of that liability? We're like, Oh, our cars have an issue where they just fucking floor it into emergency vehicles. Well, they've managed to skirt around the issue by spy. They publicly say, oh, yeah, our cars are basically self-driving. But then when they're actually like filing patents and everything, they say, oh, yeah, no, our cars aren't self-driving at all. No reasonable person would think that they were, even though everything about their marketing says that the vehicles either are currently self-driving or will be in the next like two or three years. Yeah. Um, and so, and you know, they, you know, claim like, oh, well, you know, the driver has to be present in the seat, but it's been found. There are a bunch of like universities that study this technology have found it's really, really easy to cheat pretty much all of these autonomous driving systems. Right. And to, to trick them to make you think that you're in the seat when you actually aren't. Uh, and clearly it's the, the system, even with a driver present is just not, not good enough. And Tesla is essentially lying about the capabilities of their, of their system. Hmm. Wow. You know, uh, in 2014, when I walked out of the theater after seeing the terrible RoboCop remake, I didn't realize that it was actually a brilliant satire about uh, autonomous cars. <laughs> the same fucking plot. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, he thinks he's in control, but it's actually the corporation doing everything. But Ooh. he has the illusion of free will, which takes Spicy. liability off of us. How about and that? He could be held responsible for the fascism but yeah uh cool thanks tesla very cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah just in general the the idea of uh self-driving cars is like the stupidest future tech it is and if people f f like assume that it's an inevitability and i don't think it is i don't think it should be why would you want that yeah i don't want that and and feasibly that technology is only going to work if every other vehicle on the road is also autonomous yeah, I mean, th exactly. And think or if you have like fully sentient AI that can think like a human, because like the biggest issue that they have now, I've like done a deep dive on all of this because I, I think it's like really fascinating. And also, I hope Elon Musk gets fucked. Um, yeah. And that like the current method that they use for teaching these algorithms that run these self-driving programs is they just like show them images of things. Mm -hmm. So if the computer hasn't been shown a very specific image of something, then it just doesn't know what to do. Like an example would be, if there were a, um, if like a semi had been turned on its side on the side of the road and it was maybe partially in the lane and the algorithm had not been shown an image of a truck on its side in the exact orientation that it's seeing it in, it can't decipher what's going on and it might just see it as more road or part of the sky and you'll plow right into it right. or it'll just stop in the middle of the road because it doesn't know what to do. 
Yeah. So you either need to like make a new way for these algorithms to figure out what to do, which then raises ethical questions about AI. Uh, or yeah, every single vehicle has to be autonomous so they can talk to each other. That's not going to happen because there's going to have to be a company that does it first. And Elon, yeah. of course, wants it to be Tesla. But it's just yes. like, dude, why would you do that to yourself? Mm -hmm. It's just so stupid. Uh, I mean, it's easy to sit here a little just like me and you fucking idiot bullshitters and be like, right, it's a right. dumb idea, but just, I just don't is, understand. Though. Yeah, it kind of is though. And I just, I don't get it. And yeah, I don't get what's so attractive about the idea yeah. of that. I mean, think about like, think about how many fucking traffic incidents there are every day. Right. And you're going to put all of that responsibility on your own company. Just yeah. what the fuck, dude? Yeah, why? Who would ever think in a million years that's a good idea? Yeah, it's like, do we yeah. would we even need car insurance anymore? They just drive themselves. Yeah. Like, would humans be liable for anything? Yeah, exactly. I and mean, you know, for I, some stuff like you know, airport shuttles or maybe like public transit, it might work fine if it has yeah. like specific routes that it always goes on and everything has its own lane, stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's different than like yeah. Than every fucking car on the every road driving car itself. driving itself and thinking for itself. Just yeah, that. and really, Tesla's the only one that's trying to be like, "Oh, it's happening! It's here!" Basically, every other company isn't doing that. Yeah, like every other company is very honest in what and what the limitations are, but Elon can't help himself. Yeah, he's the Donald Trump of industry. <laughs> Jesus, and then also just. Just like the more electronic cars become, I mean, they're harder to fix. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right now whole... there's there's a shortage of, I think it's Ford. They like just don't have basically microchips or something. Yeah, it's, it's, the, enti it's the entire auto industry. Yeah. Like they just don't even have the fucking electronics to produce new vehicles right now. Yeah. And there's there's crazy. a whole uh, a whole right to repair movement that I think is mainly happening with farm equipment, but it's a similar deal where it's like it's all so fucking complicated that you can't work on it yourself, yeah. and you have to spend a shitload of money going to the manufacturer to have them repair it for you. And it's yeah, it's that same shit. Like everything's getting so fucking complicated. But that's also like what people want. Like people want really technologically advanced cars and stuff now. Yeah. I mean, I guess they always have. I mean, the you know flying cars were. Uh, yeah yeah an, an idea in the 50s that was their idea nuclear powered future. cars as well <laughs> yeah that'd be that'd be interesting <laughs> yeah, um, imagine imagine getting <laughs> into an accident imagine a fucking 75 car pile up on a highway and the entire area is just irradiated for the next ten thousand years <laughs> that'd be fucking awesome because dude. some Bring asshole forgot yeah because some fucking asshole forgot to turn on their blinker <laughs> <laughs> some someone in a bmw yeah exactly and now everyone on the fucking east side of oklahoma city has kids with four arms <laughs> dude, let's make a sci-fi story about mutants and it's all because they like lived in some air area where that happened just... <laughs> because of the fucking 1950 but they're really lame mutants <laughs> oh yeah dude they're just yeah just shit like there's a they have like a, a tiny little gimp arm like growing out of one of your Jesus. nipples fingers dude one finger coming out of each nipple <laughs> maybe like a finger and a big toe oh god a big toe coming out the nipple you goddamn right gross.
Jesus. Or a nipple like on the face somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Right on the tip of your nose. Penis fingers. That'd be a go. <laughs> <laughs> the classic. <laughs> what if it's okay? So instead of individual penis fingers, what if their like entire hand was replaced with just dicks? Like just one dick. Like oh, one big dick. Yeah. So almost like tentacles. Oh God. <laughs> but dicks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the sock puppets. Yeah. Oof. Terrible. Just like someone has a penis growing out of their back. <laughs> the lower back. One, oh no, one testicle uh, in yep. place of each earlobe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Terrible, dude. Indeed. Uh, or like under the arms. I think we're onto something here. <laughs> I think this is our million dollar idea. I think so, yeah. I can already see this Seth Rogen produced AMC Network television series based on it. <laughs> Brilliant. Based off of our comics about nuclear car pileups. <laughs> Indeed. I don't know. HBO Max might buy it. They're fine. They'll do anything now. That's true. They're like the Netflix of premiere streaming. <laughs> Except they make good content most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have a much better hit ratio than Netflix does. Speaking of HBO Max, I mm-hmm. watched uh, a movie on HBO Max. Whoa! Last night, and so can you if you have HBO Max. I do. Well, I know you do. I'm talking. What should to, I watch? I'm talking to the mass audience that we've regale me. Uh, I don't know why they're going to say Rick roll me. <laughs> Rick roll me, Daddy. Come on, Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, I watched a movie called Deep Cover, Ooh. starring Lawrence Fishburne and Jeff Goldblum. Sure, it wasn't Sam Jackson. Um. I don't think so. Okay. I could be wrong. Could be Sam Jackson. They look alike, you know. Yeah, yeah. Or um famously. Or um Will Smith. Ty Diggs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mos Def. I don't know. Somebody. <laughs> somebody. Somebody was in the movie. And Jeff Goldblum. And it was directed by Bill Duke, aka Mac from Predator. Okay. Who was also, uh, I think he was the guy in Commando that Schwarzenegger was like, I eat green berets for breakfast. <laughs> I think he was the guy that maybe so. said that too. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. So I didn't even know Bill Duke made movies. Yeah, not at all. I guess he's that was his first feature film and he's a director and it fucking ruled, obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne plays. Uh, a cop who he had like a shitty uh, criminal dad that was murdered right before Christmas. He tried to hold up a convenience store while Lawrence Fishburne was waiting in the car. And so he decided to devote his life to being on the right side of the law and living the straight and narrow. And then he's approached to, uh, <laughs> I just saw your fucking name. dude. <laughs> I was wondering when you were going to notice that. Oh, Robbie entered the chat as Cockzilla. <laughs> nice one, dude. Should have been Thanks, Cox, Cockzilla 98. That would have been a good one. Yeah, that would have been good. You're that's, right. my, that's my AIM screen name. Cockzilla, the animated series. <laughs> How deep do you want to go here? Shin Cockzilla. <laughs> Cockzilla 2000. Co- Cockzilla versus Balra. Yeah, Cockzilla versus Destroya. Coxilla raids again. 
<laughs> Son of Coxzilla. Yep, yep. Let's see that one. Coxzilla versus King Dong. We've done yeah, that one before. We'll be here all classic. day. We'll be here all yeah. day. There's like 52 <laughs> Godzilla movies, and we know all of them. Yeah, there's plenty. Um, Coxzilla versus Mega Coxzilla. Oh, Coxzilla the Showa era. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so he he's approached to become deep undercover to infiltrate a uh, a drug lord that is uh, rising in town. I think it's in, Oh, it's in Cincinnati. And, uh, basically the, the objective is like the, the, the guy that they're after has, uh, he's related to a political figure. Um, and they want to bust him to sort of take down the political figure and bring him to a level where they could do something against him. Cause he's like too powerful right now because mm-hmm. he's in politics. So right. they're trying to basically like, disrupt whatever campaign so that they can eventually get him. And so Lawrence Fishburne has to go undercover, infiltrate the gang, become part of it to tell us all this time. And Jeff Goldblum works for the drug people and he's like trying to branch off and do his own thing. And he's a, he's, (laughs) he's a defense attorney and he's trying to market a, this like, new chemical compound of cocaine that's uh legal and i I forgot exactly what all is different about it but it's like a legal form of coke that he wants to get into marketing and he wants to make like a legit career out of it Mm. like you know i guess like pharmaceutical stuff or something but uh anyways um he's like straight up jeff goldblum it's so I mean, he's just playing himself, but he's a right. lawyer by day and a drug kingpin on the rise by night. <laughs> nice. And uh, Fishburne has to get in with him. And he has to be so deep undercover that he'll do whatever he has to, which involves killing someone in cold blood at one point and selling drugs, something like, you know, he swore he'd never be a part of. So it's right. all about him compromising his morals and like seeing how far he'll go. Uh, if the ends justify the means, you know, and right, right. also there's a, there's a bit in there about black on black violence, how that's an epi- epidemic of itself that should be addressed, which is interesting. You don't see that in a lot of Hollywood movies. Right. Um, and yeah, it was really cool. Uh, really good. Uh, I kind of, I, I started it too late, kind of dozed off at the end. <laughs> going to have to rewatch the last 20 minutes, but it was nice. fucking awesome. Uh, and it's very much like a neo-noir. It's narrated by Fishburne, which is great because his voice is fucking awesome. Yes. yes. And uh, it's it's like it's like classic noir narration. It's a little bit cheesy. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of cool neon colors, very moody. It's fucking awesome, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah, check it out. Uh, I also watched Bill and Ted Face the Music. And how, how was that? Um, I didn't like it at all. And what's weird is it got really good reviews when it came out. It did. Yeah. People were saying it was the best Bill and Ted movie that is like super sweet and heartwarming and all this stuff. I mean, coming out at like the beginning of quarantine definitely helped. That's what I'm getting at. I think people were just so just beat down that they would accept anything that came out. And like the goodwill towards Keanu Reeves was at an all time high. 
Right. And, and it's, you know, it's got all that nostalgia. It's nostalgic. It. And, and it yeah. is a sweet movie. It's, I mean, it's like a cute, I don't know why it's PG 13, dude. It should have been like G. <laughs> I don't think there's a single swear word in there. No violence. Nothing. I mean, I guess PG cause they go to hell for like five minutes. Right. But, uh, it was like the most tame. Well, the most tame Bill and Ted movie. I think the other two were PG. And, uh, yeah, just like, I mean, it's, fine i guess it wasn't terrible by any means it's just kind of like i don't know not good Boring. dialogue yeah not even too goofy just too i don't know what it was i just i just couldn't get into it man i dozed off a couple times during that one nice i watched it in the afternoon though <laughs> uh and then they they come together to do the big song at the end and the song was just like not even good mm. <laughs> and it's just like i don't know it just kind of shit just kind of shit the bed. And, it's too bad. Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. I I was excited to see it, and I think that uh, yeah, if it hadn't come out when it did, it probably would have not got great reviews, and probably wouldn't have been a mild hit on on demand or wherever the right. fuck it wherever the fuck it was renting. You were able to rent it from. Yeah, just kind of whatever. Yeah, I was just surprised that it even was made. Yeah. Like, I know that the first two are sort of beloved, to, like, generally or whatever, but I don't know. I don't have... I've seen the the first two Bill and Ted movies, and they're fine. I enjoyed them. I don't really have much of an urge to watch them again. Right. And I didn't realize that there were that many people that were like, fuck yes, more Bill and Ted, please. I don't know. It's just so weird. There is definitely this whole generational obsession with Bill and Ted. Like there was a a show and there's been, you know, all kinds of shit. Yeah. Video game, toys, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm comics. Sure. I mean, it's like a whole franchise that just no, yeah. nothing has been done with it in 30 years. And it's just I don't know, man, just the shtick just doesn't play as well when the when the characters are like 55 years old. <laughs> I mean, that was the thing. I was like, who wants to see these two old men <laughs> be these like stoner teenager characters? Yeah. I just didn't really. Yeah. It just, it wasn't as, even though I, I love Keanu Reeves and Alex winter, it just wasn't charming to watch them be like 55 and doing the stoner thing, <laughs> even though they never smoke weed. Like they're not even stoners. They're just, well, that's the archetype. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a stereotype, yeah. and yeah. But still, just like, I don't know. It's just weird. And then, so their daughters kind of take take the reins and are the same characters, essentially, and it just didn't work. Just like mm. two chicks doing Bill and Ted impressions for 90 minutes. <laughs> Not great. Uh, one of them was Samara Weaving, and I still couldn't give a shit. She's usually, <laughs> she's usually fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big fan, but just... Just bored, dude. If only Melissa McCarthy had been involved. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She could have been the phone booth. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa McCarthy plays the phone you know, booth. You know what they should have done with Bill and Ted? They should have turned it into like Wishbone. Where it's Bill and Ted. Instead of like uh, going through all these literary classics. Mm -hmm. Um. They could have done something where they like just travel through time and witness a historical event and you get like their stoner perception of it, you know? Yeah, for sure. That would have been a fun the, show. And if you really still wanted to have 
uh, Keanu and, and Alex Winter involved, then you could just do it like animated or something. Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. Yeah. Instead of bringing them all here. Oh, that was the other thing, dude. There was one thing that made me so angry in this movie. Uh, okay. It was. Uh, well, actually, it was like all of the the people who played the uh, famous musicians they get from all eras. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was Mozart. Uh, I can't remember her name. Some like some flautist from like 500 BC Japan or something. Okay. Uh, and then, so it was Mozart, her Hendrix, Louis Armstrong and Kid Cudi. <laughs> who Kid Cudi was like a, a physicist in this movie for some reason, but still a rapper. And okay. would ex- he would deliver all the the sci-fi techno babble dialogue about about okay. what's happening with these realities. Uh, That's an interesting choice for that character. Yeah. Um, don't know why he was in this. He's not even relevant anymore. Yeah, not really. <laughs> that would have been good like, you know, 10 years ago. Yeah. Mr. Solo Dolo. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, so that was just weird. But the all the actors who played the historical musicians sucked, especially the guy who played Jimi Hendrix. Didn't look anything like him. He looked like if you go to the Halloween store and they had a Jimi Hendrix costume, it'd be the guy modeling the costume on the bag. <laughs> That's what who was in this fucking movie. Okay. And at the end, when they're playing the song, uh. Or like anytime Jimi Hendrix, quote unquote, plays guitar in the movie, it's not even Hendrix's style, dude. It's like metal shredding. <laughs> it's like he's like sweet picking and doing Yeesh. all this shit that didn't even exist. Right. And it's just like or like wasn't popularized. And it's just like, what the fuck? Do they even listen to music? He like, no, obviously, they not. go to they go to get Mozart and he's playing a concert. And then Hendrix starts like. Playing, it sounds like the Trans Siberian Orchestra, dude. He's just playing like along to the classical music, right? And it's like this, you know, metal metal zone <laughs> guitar tone, and just like <laughs> it just was fucking terrible. I was like, this is nothing like Jimi Hendrix. I don't, I don't think he played a single chord, dude. He's just sweet picking and bending and like squealing it's like, this is not hendrix at all dude no definitely not it sounds like someone covering steve Vai or some shit like it's just not even close <laughs> right right couldn't be bothered to listen to a single hendrix song yeah clearly not yeah so uh just dumb also i guess yeah i guess uh i mean i don't know if this is true or not it, maybe they found some trivia on hendrix or something but according to the movie Jimi Hendrix's biggest influence ever was Louis Armstrong. I don't think that was, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think so. I, that doesn't really make any sense. Uh, no, um, no, not at all. I think, uh, I think maybe they think Louis Armstrong is blues. Maybe. And not jazz. Yeah. yeah. Or like Dixieland jazz, but so, uh, not like one of the premier legendary jazz musicians. No big deal. Yeah. So, you know, just just uh, goofs that I couldn't I couldn't look past kind of pissed me off. Mm. And then and then at the end, they're supposed to play the big song or they're supposed to write the song that unites the world, which was prophesized in the first movie. And they can't do it. And then they realize they're not supposed to write the song. Their daughters were supposed to, like, remix a song together based off of like 
passages from all these musicians careers <laughs> and so they Jesus. get this fucking midi so they're like on this highway and there's a guitar center truck broken down uh so they just like raid it for musical gear and they get this like fucking midi loop pad out of it and then uh record just like everyone shredding on their respective instruments and then like loop it together and all this and then make the big song just like dude you like you as yeah, you as yeah, the that, creator that, that ain't it. like <laughs> in the movie they keep making this this point they're like it's been 30 years and we still haven't figured out like the big song and it's like yeah neither has the screenwriter <laughs> who wrote all these movies it was like this big supposed music fan you know just, yeah and I, I i don't know if he's a songwriter or not but like at 30 years they couldn't figure something out fucking fake gamer girl over here writing these goddamn scripts <laughs> what's e3 <laughs> what's that Namf- about what's namfest <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was just it was just lame dude goddamn yeah uh oh i also i watched a french film as well a french film that i got for my birthday in the criterion collection fun uh it's what is called it? le piscine le piscine if you're italian it's le piscine <laughs> it's the swimming pool it's from 1967 mm. and uh it was great uh basically I'm, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this movie so the whole movie basically just takes place at this French villa that this couple staying in. It's like a friend's who's wealthier than they are. And he's gone. They're staying there mm-hmm. and they have this massive pool that overlooks just the most beautiful scenery to just like the fucking French countryside. It's gorgeous. Everyone in the movie is fucking hot. Just like, of the, course, the whole thing just looks like a, like a fucking swimwear ad from the sixties or early seventies, <laughs> dude, just like everyone is perfect at all times. Right. The best fashion, everyone was fucking rad. The the set decorating is incredible. All the uh, just late sixties, like modern stylings of the house, fucking rule. Just beautiful, beautiful, and it's a great aesthetic. The whole movie just looks great. And so, they're this couple. You don't really know a whole lot about the relationship at first. Uh, they're basically just having this fling, sort of. And they're just at this house, swimming, boning, eating, drinking, hanging out. And okay. um, and then a mutual friend of theirs is coming to visit with his daughter. And it turns out that uh, the, the girlfriend of the main guy used to have a thing with the friend that's coming. Mm-hmm. And they just, the, the whole, like, the three of them just have this whole history together. And... Uh, the friend is trying to seduce the girlfriend again. And then the dude sleeps with his daughter and it just becomes this whole thing. And then the movie at the end turns into uh, like a crime movie, like a covering up a murder movie. Wow. And the whole thing was great. Well, while you were uh, culturing yourself, uh, I I was exchanging text messages with a bot that was trying to scam me. <laughs> oh, okay. 
I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast. This happened almost verbatim. This happened like a couple months ago, maybe. Really? And it took me the, the the previous one was actually kind of convincing. It took me like, I don't know, two messages to sort of like really know definitively that it was a bot. Yeah. This one was immediate um, because I I don't know. I, I probably can't like show it to you really. Uh, there are just like random accent marks and things above random letters like it's finnish or something oh but it's yeah. but it's uh presumably all english yeah so i just i thought that i would run through the uh exchange here yeah yeah do uh real quick so it says you know hey are you kingston i'm korean we texted on hinge last time i came down to chill with my grandma but we never met for dinner <laughs> i'm back in town for a little bit if you want to uh for sure meet up this time are you free little smiley and i said what you trying to get fucked right in the pussy <laughs> And then the bot goes, oh, my gosh, should I actually chat up some rando man? Oh, my gosh, I apologize. I can be an idiot some of the time. And then I get a fake selfie that weirdly looks kind of like Bren, actually. And then, uh, yeah, I said, it's all right. I know you can be a stupid bitch sometimes. It happens to the best of us. Thank you for not being pissed. I guess that every guy is some fake asshole. What's your name? Like, they call me Lord of Thundercrunch, Slayer of Dragons and Dat Puss. But you can call me Bubba. Bubba. Yes. This is awesome. Good to meet you. Thanks for not being a jerk. Whatever. What do you get up to? And I said, dancing, singing, and blood magic. Fuck yeah. Yeah. This keeps on going. Uh, what do you think of all this COVID stuff? And I said, these veins run red, white, and blue. Ain't nothing Chinese going to take me down. Is that Damn your Tinder del- bio? <laughs> it should be. <laughs> or or blah, what, blah, what blah. was the other one? Singing, dancing, and blood magic? That's, that's yeah, a singing, good dancing, and blood dude. magic. Yeah. That is a good hinge one. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we did match on Hinge. Oh, I fucked it up. <laughs> uh, then she's like, uh, you know, whatever shit happens. My aunt has a jacuzzi and I'm about to jump in. Want to see me? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I have a strict no fatties, no uggos policy. So if either of these apply to you, please don't waste my time. I don't feel like vomiting. And then I get another fake selfie. And <laughs> to which I just said, ooh, yummy, yummy. Baby want milky milk. <laughs> <laughs> And then I got, if I invite you over, what would you do with me? And then I said, spit on both hands and get ready to hang on tight. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then it, then it tried to throw a fucking, <laughs> tried to throw a fucking fast one on me. I said, I'm not a bot, but you're getting weird. So yeah. And then I said, how do you feel about the phrase daddy's cummies? Because I expect it to be used frequently and with gusto. Oh boy. It said, ooh, baby, I'm getting a little turned on. I said, me too, or maybe I'm just hungry. I get confused. Then it said, send me a dick pic, and I'll text back. And so I texted it a picture of Richard Nixon. Nice. And then I get uh, a lovely a lovely little naked photo there. Oh, yeah. And then I said, have you considered getting pussy? Yes, I said, have you considered getting pussy Botox? And then she said, you're getting me all worked up. I need a release. And I said, I'm going to have you squirting like a beluga. Mark my words. You're going to sleep for three days. <laughs> and then I said, I got that good, good. You feel me, sugar tits. <laughs> and then I get another picture of her <laughs> squatting uh, with the ass face of the camera. I said, nice butthole. Wait, what was and that link? Where, uh, that's a, a bit.ly link. It says a uh, bit.ly slash ass for fuck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And I just replied, nice butthole. And then that's where it ends. <laughs> ah, I see. I see. So basically, all this to say that you uh, sexted a bot and told it everything you wish you could say to an actual woman. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I never was would. masturbating the entire time. 
but didn't come because I'm a naughty uh, boy and I <laughs> don't deserve the satisfaction. Because <laughs> I'm a nasty pig. and <laughs> I'm a nasty, naughty little pig boy. I don't deserve mommy's milk. No. <laughs> <laughs> but baby does want yummy, yummy, milky milk. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and yeah, like, let me see if I could, if maybe if, if you could see it well enough, you could see the like the way that this bot was like typing. Like, can you kind of make oh, out yeah, yeah, yeah. there's like random accent marks and shit? It's yeah, like, it's like yeah, Finnish or yeah, something. What the fuck? <laughs> That's weird. I know. Interesting. And I'm like getting spam calls all the time now. Somehow my phone number ended up on a list somewhere and I'm just like, I get like four spam phone calls a day sometimes. Is this since you were sexed the bot? No. Oh, okay. I don't think so. No, Same. it's more recent, oh, okay. but I haven't been texted by a bot in a while. So I hope that happens again. Cause this is always a gr- a really big treat for me. Yeah, that's great. 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> Is it worth talking about that bullshit we watched on like Friday night or whatever that was? Uh, I don't remember it. I forgot <laughs> half the movie. Yeah. All I remember is our boy trash. Trash was great. Uh, yeah. Until he sucked. Until he sucked. Yeah. We watched, well, uh, until we, the movie sucked. We watched, a, we watched a movie we had never heard of. That was a sequel to a movie we'll never see. Uh, <laughs> yes. And it started out promising and then immediately got boring and stayed boring for the next hour yeah. and 10 minutes. Yeah, for the and entire rest of the movie. It was Robbie's pick. Hey, now. <laughs> Just Takes two to tango. I know. I know. You agreed. I know. We, I pi- know. we picked it. It's uh, Escape from the Bronx was the movie. And we yeah. picked it because it, it's an Italian movie from the 70s. And so we were like, oh, like that'll be trash. This is perfect. And it was. And it was trash. Uh, unfortunately, not the fun trash. No. But it had all, and, it, and it's really unfortunate. It had all the hallmarks of a great, shitty Italian movie. All of the actors were Italian, so they're, uh, even though they were speaking in English, they were overdubbed by native English speakers. Yes. So just it, none of it like syncs up well. It looks terrible. Most like the all the acting is really bad. Uh, some of the costumes were pretty good. I mean, it was a Warriors ripoff. Yes. With a little Mad Max thrown in there. Yeah. And a little uh, bit of escape from New York, obviously. Yeah. Although I think it came out before Escape from New York. Uh no, it came out after. I looked it up. Well, then this was a Italian movie from the eighties, not the seventies. Ah. Oh, that's 80s, right, then. because Warriors was seventy nine, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. All right. From the eighties. Had that 70s aesthetic, though, and that 70s Yes, budget. it did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. Yes. I wonder if the, the first one is any better. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it I, and, be any and, worse. Uh, we'll, yeah. And we'll never know. Yeah. Yep. Did you see that, that Matt that Matt Gates, uh, I believe, got married to his fiance? Like, they actually tied the knot? He did, yeah. He got married. Yeah, which, as was pointed out, um, she could still be subpoenaed to testify against him (laughs) in court. Yeah. Yeah. uh, For anything that happened before they were married. So, get fucked, bro. I love when they don't know the law. Yeah, it's really great. People. Yeah, it's great when the people who get to make laws uh, don't know how it works. (laughs) Yeah, true. It's it's crazy, dude. I mean, imagine. any other job besides 
politics or policing where you can just be that terrible at your job, not know anything about what you're doing and just still keep working. Yeah. Just keep on going. Cause once you're in office, it's real hard to lose it. You have to really fuck up. Yeah. You know, starting cool. in October, it'll be easier to get a uh, ban from only fans. Then it will. That's true. Lose your seat in the house. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's right, true. baby. Those terms and conditions are tightening up. Yes, like they are. Fuzzy handcuffs. Have you actually like looked into like specifically why it's happening? Uh, I not from like a reliable source. I I so read it, I read this. I read a bunch of I fuck. I read a thread on Reddit about it. Mm. Uh, I didn't do any deep digging. So it's similar to what happened with a Pornhub not too long ago, where it's the credit card companies that they work okay. with. Yeah. So I, I are, yeah. And, and that is happening because there is a um, sort of a political action type group. That's a fundamentalist Christian right wing organization mm-hmm. that pretends to be about like the rights of sex workers and things like they sort of wear that those trappings to help gain support. Yeah. Um, but really it's just a puritanical organization that's on a crusade against anything that it considers immoral. And it's like, like fucking hardcore puritanical, like mm-hmm. not even your run of the mill evangelical uh, Christian shit. Oh, okay. And they're feeling uh, emboldened because their strategy so far is working. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah, we'll see how, uh, how that turns out. But invariably, another platform will just pop up. Somebody else will fill the void. Oh, sure. I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, surely there's other ways to there's ways to get around that, right? I mean, can't you just pay with crypto or PayPal or some shit? I mean, yeah, probably. And it's also not it's also from what I understand, it isn't like a full on like complete ban of nudity. They're just making it a little bit stricter. But from what I understand, you can still like appear nude. I think it's like, you know, showing like penetrative sex and stuff like that. Maybe you can't do. Oh, sure. But I think nude photos and stuff are still allowed. I think. I mean, like there aren't a hundred porn websites that you could put that on. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I think the benefit of OnlyFans is that you have like much more control over it. Sure. Or, well, you did. (laughs) I guess not anymore. (laughs) Well, Robbie, it's it might be bad news for content creators, but it's great news for the restaurant industry. <laughs> That's true. They're fucking going to be a lot sitting there rubbing <laughs> their hands together, licking their lips. Yeah, going to be a lot of women going back to their serving jobs after this. <laughs> From one serving job to another. <laughs> Oof. I'm serving up that butthole to uh <laughs> serving up that chili's that chili's app <laughs> that two serving up those yeah serving up that unlimited soup salad and breadsticks oh jeez terrible yeah well so i guess bad bad baby will be fine oh yeah she's good she turned the magic number it's all no i mean like she doesn't bad baby from what i read she doesn't like post anything that's sexual really yeah she yeah i think she just does like lewds yeah nudes yeah so that doesn't affect her and then oh i don't know if bella thorne still does only fans but i remember she yeah, i don't know she start i don't know why she started one it was for 
quote unquote research for something. <laughs> yeah, sure. There's a, there's an article about how she made a million dollars in a day. Yes. And Bella she, Thorne she doesn't, doesn't pose nude. Just like sexy uh, photos. Bella Thorne does have an OnlyFans still. Yeah. I mean, I think, I, yeah, I could have sworn it was just because she was, you know, well, to make money. Oh, okay. That would be my assumption. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe they can go to Cameo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. And make money doing shout outs like our boy, uh, Rudy well, Giuliani just, in, Don just insert a, a right wing political figure. And I'm sure they've got yeah. a cameo fucking Don Jr. Giuliani. All the best. Yeah, did, you, did you hear the one about the right wing conservative radio host who died of COVID? Phil Valentine. Have, yes. Oh, I. Oh, yeah. I've been following this closely. In fact, I'm surprised I, I so. haven't brought it up sooner on the show. Um, yeah. So Phil Valentine, just uh, some piece of shit. Conservative radio shit bag. Yeah, you know, he's exactly what you think he is. Yeah, super anti-vax. He uh, did a parody cover of Taxman called Vaxman about how the government's going to force you to get vaccinated against your will and all this. How we're all slaves to communism and Marxism and socialism, right? And uh, whatever. And then just super outspoken about how COVID is not that big of a deal. He was like, even if I get it, I'll be fine. Blah, blah, blah. And he just died. Also his last words on social media were, uh, or not on social media, sorry, on his radio show or on Twitter. I don't know. Maybe it was Twitter somewhere on some platform. The last thing that he posted was, uh, I hope I don't die. That'd be embarrassing. (laughs) And he died. And he fucking died. And before, like pretty much right before he was intubated, one of the last things that he in general uh, ever said was that people should know that he uh, wished that he had been vaccinated. Yeah, he started urging people to, to yeah. get vaccinated. Uh, um, none of them will, probably. No, there's actually a great subreddit called uh, Herman Cain Award. <laughs> That's just um, basically before and afters of... <laughs> People who were super anti-vax or said COVID wasn't right. real and then died from it. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's great. If you ever just just need a little, not cheering up, but, you know, <laughs> a, a little a little something funny. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, follow that. There was one that later. There was one guy. Um, he had a post about. Oh, uh, he he blamed illegal immigrants for COVID and Joe Biden. He said it was Joe Biden's fault and that the dirt, the dirty illegals were spreading COVID and all this. And then talked about right. how basically like his, his pure white blood <laughs> wouldn't be affected or something. And then he died. Fuck. Yeah. Um, so that's a nice one. Uh, there's, Oh, there's also a post on here about a dude who, uh, was so angry with the hospital staff that was treating him. He he made a Facebook post about how these like fat ass nurses wouldn't let him eat and all this. <laughs> and then so people got in his messages and were roasting him. And then a family member was like, he just passed away. Please show some respect. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have had a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good times, dude. Good times. Yeah. Gotta love. Did you have you dude. seen this shit? about the um the new york times article that just came out about the uh, nursing shortage no 
Uh, so yeah, New York Times did an article on the nursing shortage. They did. They interviewed, I think, one or two nurses and then like seven hospital administrators. Uh-huh. And the administrators were basically just like we, typical management bullshit. We're like, which we don't understand. We they get pizza parties. Like, well, you know, basically talking around the fact that they uh, don't pay them enough, right? And overwork them, and right. so nobody wants to do the fucking job anymore. Yeah, and you know, rightly, everyone's like, why the fuck? didn't you interview frontline nurses if that's the entire fucking point of the article then why the fuck did you spend the entire time talking to administrators it should be flipped there should be one or two administrators so you can get that perspective i understand wanting to have that for your article and then it should be exclusively nurses otherwise at a variety of different hospitals around the country if you were doing your job as a journalist which they didn't do go figure they didn't do it do you, the, the quotes I should have pulled them up. The quotes from the article are so fucking infuriating. It's just so laughably out of touch. That's like, see, this is, this is the kind of shit that people like to complain about with the media. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I like the New York times generally, but like, dude, that that's fucking awful. Like that's really, really bad journalism. The failing New York times. <laughs> Total hack okay. job. Okay. <laughs> I do love that. He got fucking booed. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about it. So Trump, his rally. Trump yeah. did a rally in some fucking sundown town in Alabama. I think it's like Collings, Alabama or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, who cares? Who gives a fuck? Some bumfuck place uh, in some field. And all his all his supporters flocked to the rally. Right. Uh, only only to boo him <laughs> when he said they should get vaccinated. But also he respected their choice not to if they didn't want to. Yes. He said he got vaccinated, but he respects uh, their rights or something. But yeah, he got fucking booed. And you could see how much it bothered him on his face when it happened. Oh, I loved it. I fucking <laughs> You can loved immediately it. see how upset he got. Yeah. It, the thing that is so interesting about Trump is like his supporters are so fucking just like. I don't know, dude. There's such a fervor, dude. They're just, you know, so so yeah. so loyal until they're not. And they'll they flip instantly. Like all it takes is him to say one thing they don't agree with and they're booing yeah. him at his fucking rally. These are people that drove there from who knows where, stood out all day in the fucking blazing heat, whatever weather conditions. It's Alabama, so it's shitty. Uh right. stood there the whole time. He was late, of course, like an hour fucking just standing there for hours waiting to see this dude. And then he comes out, says the same shit he's been saying for fucking years now. Nothing new, same bullshit, complaining about the same five topics like the show. And, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> like we do, but whatever. And then, yeah. uh, and then he's like, Oh, by the way, maybe you guys should get vaccinated and they fucking hate it. It's just hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, but it's all a part of the the 4D chess he's playing with the deep state or whatever. Yeah. By the way, uh, we are now 11 days past the date that he was supposedly going to be reinstated. Yes. Um, Interesting how that works, isn't it? Well, Mike Lindell said that it's the the official date is in January. Ah, okay. Because of like convenient Antifa. Uh, Somehow did something. I don't know. Interesting. Um, <laughs> Antifa obstructors or whatever. They That's did right, something. Yeah. And so now it's January. Interesting. 
It's interesting how Antifa is uh, both incompetent, but uh, capable of thwarting a master such as Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, the the president of the United States. Yes, the, the rightful people. heir of the throne. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, let's, let's call it the illustrious it. Donald J. Trump. Yeah. Also, Trump, uh, he was on an, he was doing an interview with. Uh, I think it was what's her face, Bartiromos on Fox. And uh, mm-hmm. he, he said that, well, after first he praised the Taliban. <laughs> We That's talked about cool. this last week, dude. The right apparently is just cool with the Taliban. These yeah, days. they're just about it now. They just, yeah, they like the Taliban now. So interesting. But uh, he he praised the Taliban for their ability to, I guess, like kill innocent people or something. He was saying that they're great fighters, that they're warriors. Ah, uh, yes. And then he said, and they've been warriors for thousands of years. <laughs> um. I guess he thinks the Taliban has been around for thousands of years. Yeah. Is he confusing the Taliban with Persians? Like what's going on? I don't know what he's confusing them with, but uh, the Taliban was formed in 1994. Yeah. Out of the remnants of the uh, fucking. um, They came out of Al Qaeda, didn't they? Yeah, I thought. But Al Qaeda. Wasn't it like a wasn't it like a split off of Al Qaeda? I thought, well, I thought it was the uh, fucking, what's the other one, dude? What's that other group? The uh, Hibija Hibija. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, I can't think of the name. Hang on. I could have sworn that there was like a, it was like a splinter. They like splintered Mu- off. The, uh, the Mu- Mujahideen. Mujahideen. Yes. Yeah. Or is it Mujahideen? probably Mujahideen. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely that. Or is it Mujahideen? No. no or is it Maybelline? Maybe it's Maybelline. Ooh, maybe it is. Al-Qaeda was born from the Maybelline. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and the Taliban was born from Al-Qaeda. <laughs> but any, in any case, they, they came around in the 90s, not a thousand yes. years ago. Yeah. No matter what the president says. <laughs> uh, yep still and it's still a terrorist organization that hasn't changed right and also he said something at his rally about uh how pulling out of the just basically pulling out of the war was like the biggest blunder biggest mistake ever made in u.s history it's like mm. oh the thing that you were gonna do that you've been talking thing, about doing yeah this whole the thing that, time? that you yeah the thing that you initiated yeah and the thing that a less than a month prior you talked about needed to be done and that the, Oh, Biden, they tried to stop it, but they couldn't stop it. Yeah. Well now, yeah. Now he's acting like it was never his idea and his supporters are eating it up. It's just crazy, dude. Just, it's just fucking wild. Yep. And of course they love the Taliban because the Taliban is basically doing everything that they want to do just with a different religion. But it's exactly to a T exactly what these people want. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh there was something there was something else that came came out of that shit. Um 
Uh, oh, I know what he's, I know what I was thinking of. He also, he said many times, many times, uh, <laughs> something to the effect of like, can you imagine if I was president when COVID was bad like this, what the media would do to me? And yet they're so nice to Joe Biden. <laughs> And then, and then he also said that when he left office, COVID was done and that Joe, Bri- Joe Biden oh, really? brought it back. And that also Joe <laughs> Biden failed with vaccines. Um, mm-hmm. And that if Trump was still president, we would have got the vaccine. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, also, he wants credit for the vaccine, but uh, it's criticizing the vaccine. Right. Saying that because because of joe biden people don't trust it even though trump says it's his vaccine right also says like he created it himself like he was working in the lab one night and came up with it like he synthesized the fucking antibodies or some shit himself just trump <laughs> sitting there with a fucking pipette yeah <laughs> just, just a pipette of bleach <laughs> taking it intravenously not dying for some reason yeah He's he's got like a fucking Erlenmeyer flask just filled with UV rays. <laughs> what I've done here is <laughs> So what I've done here. <laughs> oh dude, that's the other thing. These fucking idiots. These fucking idiots are taking horse medication. Yeah. They're buying yeah. horse medicine from tractor supply. It's and, pretty cool. And taking it. Instead of getting the vaccine because the vaccine is not safe, which is, by the way, yeah. FDA approved now. That was their whole yes, thing. Fully. That was their whole thing is if they trust the fucking FDA. Yeah, that's what I understand. That's why I don't understand dude. These people are against every government organization ever. And their whole excuse for being anti-vax is well, it's not approved by the FDA. Do you even yep. trust it, the FDA? Like what the fuck? No, it's just literally any excuse they can come up with in the moment. Yeah. Well, Remember, with these approved, people, so there you, go. there you go. Fuck you. Yeah, you know, with these people, it, it doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to be logical. Right. They have to have a thing that they can point out and say, "Oh, well, it's because of that." It doesn't matter if it if it makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I am. You texted you about this. I am very interested to see what's going to happen now, since the uh, the Pentagon is going to be mandating uh, the vaccine for all service members. Hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, they don't have a choice. And it's going to be really great to see these uh, my troops, my guns, people uh, get fucking pissed about it. Yeah. And also all the people in the military who are like, I thought I was fighting for freedom. And it's like, that's not how the fucking military works, bro. You're their bitch and you do whatever they want you to do. That's uh, what you sign up for when you join the military. Congratulations, cupcake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hate to break it to you guys, but the military in real life is not how it is fetishized in Clint Eastwood's movies. Uh, no. <laughs> or Steven Seagal's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the military is mostly like paperwork and sitting around waiting for something to happen. Yeah. Remember when like a whole generation of people thought the military was fucking awesome because of Full Metal Jacket? <laughs> <laughs> As if that was like a good portray, like a positive portrayal of yeah, right, the or military. like Apocalypse Now or something. Yeah, yeah, it's like That's, bro, <laughs> dude. I just I fucking live off the energy of of every fucking idiot that sees a Vietnam movie and is like, hell yeah, dude, this is fucking awesome. 
not realizing that every Vietnam movie ever is about the fucking horrors of war and how fucking shitty our military is. Yeah. Well, you know, it's the same people who listen to like Born in the USA right. or something and are like, oh, yeah, it's, it's a cool song about America. And don't ever bother to realize that the entire song is critical of the American government and how it treats veterans. A fortunate son. That's yeah. another one. Or like, how the fuck do you misinterpret that? Because at least with Born in the USA, you can't fucking understand what he's saying half the time. <laughs> well, can you? Unfortunate son. <laughs> I mean, I the only four words I can understand is I ain't no fortunate son. I can understand that song. Yeah. Mostly. Oh, that's right. He also says it ain't me. Yeah. Several times. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole song. It ain't me. I know <laughs> it ain't me. Son. Chopper blades. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, whole kitten caboodle. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Every every Fourth of July shindig that's kicked off with "Born in the USA." Yeah. Just hilarious. It's like, bro, listen to the goddamn song, please. No, please don't. I love it. Keep doing it. Yeah, for Keep real. Fucking doing it. That's All always right. fun. Like, was it? I think it was maybe Sarah Palin who came out once to uh, Tom Petty's American girl, which I believe is about a prostitute. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. There's just little things like that. It's like, how, how does nobody involved notice? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'd be like, um, <laughs> I don't know. Some, some second graders, some, some elementary school event where like all the kids are brought out to young American. Like Bowie <laughs> or something i don't know just <laughs> is that ironic because of the messaging of the song or because uh, uh david bowie allegedly fucked teenagers yes <laughs> <laughs> yes it was <laughs> but who didn't in the 70s am i right <sighs> that's true certainly not donald trump <laughs> <laughs> no he waited until the 90s right right his daughter wasn't born yet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got to give him props. He waits till they're about 15 or 16. That's true. <laughs> right when those child birthing hips start to come in. Oof. Right when those, right when those, uh, well, when they outgrow the training bra. Yeah. And they get yeah. into the real bra. Yes. Um, oh, dude. Uh, uh, shout out to uh, Britney Spears, who, mm-hmm. um, well, A, assaulted somebody, but also uh, got rid of her. <laughs> Allegedly. Right, right. Also, uh, her dad is no longer her conservator. Indeed. I don't know who is. As far as I'm aware, she's still in the conservatorship, isn't she? No, I thought that was over. Oh, I thought she was still in it. It's just that her dad was no longer running it. Oh, maybe I misunderstood. Oh, I mean, well, yeah, one of us did. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Can she take care of herself? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we'll find out, I guess. Yeah, she's been pretty weird on social media lately. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, she is, like, definitely mentally ill. Yeah. yeah. Well. Uh, through no fault of her own. That's uh, through years of abuse. Yeah. Oh, dude, that reminds me. Uh, you ever watch Hoarders? Uh, a little bit. Dude, holy fuck. I watched an episode the other night. Um, 
that was so shocking. <laughs> okay. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that it went where it went, dude. So it was this chick, Shanna, who she lives in. Well, her mom's dead, but she moved in with her mom and was mm-hmm. there with her when her mom got sick and died. And her mom was a hoarder and she like developed hoarding tendencies from that. And right. um, what she would hoard is that the toilet didn't work so they would just poop in a bucket and then oh god and also piss in buckets and then dump them into like gallon water jugs and then just keep them and then when they ran out of jugs they would just shit and piss in like a home depot paint bucket and then when the bucket was full they would take a cup and scoop it into a smaller bucket and then oh. carry it outside and just throw it in the yard, like right off the porch. Oh God! So their Dear house was God, full. Damn it! Hundreds of shit buckets, no, thousands bowls. of buckets of piss and shit. Right. Jesus so this Christ. this guy comes to survey the the severity of the hoarding, and he walks in. He gets out of his car and he's like, he can already smell the shit and piss. <laughs> so he goes in the house, sees it everywhere, and I mean, this chick does not look healthy, dude. Like. Well, no, <laughs> she looks like a corpse, but she, like just it's terrible. Who knows what fucking diseases she has. Yeah. And oh, dude, she just like, you know, lives there and she doesn't she doesn't bathe because the shower doesn't work and all sorts of shit, dude, just like eats in the same room where she stores shit and piss and just everything was contaminated with fecal matter. Right. Oh, God, I'm going to fucking vomit. <laughs> That's this is it gets I worse. really I oh god it it's already worse. legitimately so upsetting to me. So they're doing the big cleanup and um the the psychiatrist they bring in to you know get to the root of the hoarding is talking to her and she's like all right we're throwing out all your piss and shit like you can't live with a a collection of fecal matter in your house like you got to get right. rid of it. And she goes she goes, okay, well, I decided that uh, starting tomorrow, I won't do this anymore. But, uh, but one, like, one more for all time sake. Yes. Basically, she's like, but I'm going to go eat the food because they determined that all her food had fecal matter bacteria on it. Yeah. Um, and so she's like, but I'm going to eat some like fecal matter bacteria food real quick. And the doctor was like, what are you talking about? She goes, well, if this is an intervention, like I want just one last hit before I get clean. She's like, this is my big hurrah. I'm going to go eat this like poop food basically. And, um, they were like, no, you can't, you can't do that. And she she got upset and she wanted to eat this food that had shit all over it. And they were like, okay, so this woman like finally acknowledged. Cause the other thing was when the guy showed up to survey her house and he was like talking about how it, smells like shit and piss she was like no it's just dust and i think there's mold and he goes <laughs> dust doesn't smell like fecal matter and she's like well i don't smell it he's like because you live in it like you live in yeah. shit like i smell yeah. it and she goes well i didn't realize it had an odor <laughs> this woman literally told this man that she didn't know that yeah. shit stank right so she was mentally unwell and they uh um, yes they ended up uh, getting some guy out to see if the house was salvageable. And he said that the entire house would have to be stripped to the studs and rebuilt. Um, 
and it would cost $150,000 or they could bulldoze the house and build a new house on the land and it would cost $145,000. So <laughs> the family decided to have the the house demolished and sell the lot. And she was basically placed in like a group home. Mm-hmm. Um, and they determined that, yeah, she couldn't, she couldn't live by herself because she was unwell. But yeah, dude, she was hoarding feces. That was her hoarding <sighs> collection. And then the... The second woman in the episode said that she was hoarding all this shit because the uh, because Judgment Day was coming and she would be carried off in the rapture to go live in God, God's kingdom. But no one else. would. Right. So she was hoarding all this shit. So basically, she felt bad for all the sinners who wouldn't go to heaven, who would stay on Earth. And she thought mm-hmm. her family was among those people. So she was hoarding all this shit so that when society collapsed. They could go to her house and like use all her stuff <laughs> and that there'd be food there and like, okay. Yeah. Furniture and stuff for them. And what's crazy is she's explaining all this and they're panning around and there's like an entire room of like life or not life size, but yeah, like giant uh, carnival stuffed animals just in a pile. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, all this stuff is useful. It's for the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah the, sure it is. The, everyone in the episode was a shit show, dude just wild the lady thought that she knew when the earth was going to end and the other lady thought that uh eating piss and shit was fine pretty cool yeah so yeah if that doesn't inspire you to clean up your house you're you're a filthy animal yeah well thanks for listening to this episode of the i don't know man podcast (laughs) or no that's not even the right name of the podcast damn it (laughs) That's not even the name of our show, you fucking idiot. That's not even the fucking podcast. Yeah, I started listening. I started listening to some like really old episodes because oh, I God. still have them on my. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. From the Halo days well, or what? How old? Yeah, uh, I actually no, I didn't listen to that. It was the version after the Halo, Halo days. So the okay. one that we actually started releasing. Oh right, right, right. <laughs> the very, very first iteration of the I Don't Know Man podcast, as the world knew it. Uh, also, no, never mind. Well, well, I'll talk about that when I listen to more and have more to report. Uh, okay. So this has been a podcast, the podcast. Uh, if you like what you just heard, uh, you can find us uh, same place next week. Uh, Lee Michael, what say you? Uh, nothing. I'm off to finish putting my toilet back together <laughs> after this hour and a half long break. <laughs>